The 487th edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month. Start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by Cut. Cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Head on over to cut.com, that's K-U-T-T, and use promo code SGPN for a 10% deposit bonus. Heidi Ho, DeGenerinos, welcome to episode 487 of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. This episode is going out to, oh, I already forgot his name. Gumby, what's his name again? Oh, no. The fighter I'm dedicating it to. Oh, uh, Stephen Asplund. Yeah. Stephen Asplund, who um, called, apparently he watched our, our LFA preview and called, I'm going to say Gumby up uh, because I, I didn't know Stephen Asplund. Called Gumby up for calling him Chunky because he is no longer Chunky as he showed in the cage and he came through with a win and Gumby picked him to win. So this goes out to you. Thank you for listening, Stephen Asplund. And thank you for listening and watching us. Everyone else um, who is here for episode 487, another regional MMA episode It's our Monday ones though. So we can uh, be picky and choosy about what we, uh, what events we do only big events. And we're doing a big one. KSW 90, the biggest European promotion around um, with some, probably i'm not gonna say household names which was a joke we used to talk about in the old days but some names you may recognize if you're a hardcore mma fan um so we're gonna get into that but probably before we should recap what mr asplund fought on um which was the lfa event that we covered because gumby from what i hear and what i see in the discord gumby made a killing on it with his picks so that's like gumby uh gloat a bit you may know by his government name daniel vreeland but we know him as gumby hello Mr. Gumby. Hey, what's up? So first of all, uh, you know, we are being a little bit pickier and choosier because it's Monday and we're back on our usual schedule, but you should know there are two events that we already did shows for that. You can go back and listen to some of our other breakdowns that are also coming up this week. Oh Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. We broke down some of the fights on unified MMA. Now that card has changed pretty drastically because there were a couple of injuries and Dana White decided that he's going to do a looking for a fight there. Um, and being that he's doing a, for a looking for a fight there, all of a sudden, a whole bunch of fighters coming out of the word works want to be more of a part of that and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. So uh, that one is going to be a little bit bigger and a little bit different. But there are still a couple of fights that we broke down that are still intact and ready to go. So hit those ones up. And then we also broke down A1 Combat 17 this week. So you can go back and listen to that episode and get yourself ready for A117. But now that that's out of the way, and I can remind you to go back and watch those episodes, uh, yeah, I would by, also... by no means was I uh, besmirching the good name of those promotions, but correct, but correct. now we're doing bigger ones now. That's all. Yeah. So uh, LFA uh, 174 came your a way big one. This, this uh, recent Friday. Uh, we did have one cancellation. We broke down 10 fights because we did a prelim and a main card show. There were two of our best watch shows on YouTube too. So shout yeah. out to all you Thank sickos. You uh out there watching <laughs> a lfa prelim special uh but you did it so thank you for that and uh my picks went seven and two uh which was a, a pretty good night i missed the main event and uh i missed the seven and a half the one underdog so like you know yeah what happened you, there uh i mean like he was a three and six fighter and he was kind of a 
an actual chunky guy. Because Stephen Asplund, by the way, he said he lost a bunch of weight, and my goodness, did he lose a bunch of weight? Yeah. I guess he's down. I guess he's down two hundred and ten pounds uh, from wow. when he started some sort of recent diet. So yeah, I mean, like it shows, and his cardio was great, and his striking was precise. But anyway, uh, seven and two, uh, which included a hit on a plus three hundred underdog. Um, Jade, or, uh, yeah, Jade Sheely, uh, hit, she had an arm bar, uh, deep on her opponent. Uh, and then her opponent decided rather than tapping to that arm bar, uh, she would just stomp her head. Um, oh take, yeah, I saw that. I did see that. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care how it ended. Cause three to one is three to one. Uh, but if you did bet, uh, a unit on every single fight or a hundred bucks or, you know, whatever silly game you want to play with that. Um, you'd be up right around 3.2 units or 320 bucks if you're a hundred dollar type person. So it was a big LFA event for us. Fantastic. Um, how, well, actually that was your first regional of 2024, right? That actually yeah, happened so that's, or not? Yeah. So, yeah, so that's, yeah. that's how we are in the year. We're up exactly that much. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, and overall you're, you're still up as well. I take it obviously. Cause you didn't yeah. Lose. Cause that's, cause that's the only one. Yeah. That's the way it works. <laughs> all right. Fantastic. Um, all right. We got KSW, which pretty much never disappoints, right? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. They're always no. pretty fun. Confrontatia. Zeus Chuck Walkie. <laughs> Can you say it better than that? I bet you can. No, no, you're good. <laughs> um, this is going to be a fun event if you enjoy Jeff trying to say Polish names because it's uh, it's not strictly Polish, actually. There, there's some um, Czech names as well, or Croatian names uh, that I'll, I'll be butchering as well. I am an equal opportunity butcher of names. So um, regardless of where you're from, I will butcher your name. I, that I promise. That's our promise of this show, right? Yeah, um, I'll agree with that. You've gotten better yeah. in the years, though. I got to give you that. Sad, right? It's not as fun. Uh, it's still fun because then when you miss one, you really miss it. <laughs> That's true. When I really miss it, swing and miss. Um, all right, we are doing KSW ninety as I keep dancing around here. It's going down this Saturday. That would be the twentieth of January, one p.m. Eastern on Internet Pay Per View. I think it is on Fight Network up here in Canada, so I don't think I have to actually pay it, uh, pay for it, other than my Fight Network uh, subscription that I already have as part of my. Uh, TV deal. Um, the venue Halatorwar. How is how is Halatorwar, Gumby, in Warsaw, know, Poland? I've, I've never been. You've to never Warsaw. been there. Have you been to Poland? Nope. Okay. Nope. Got to check these things. You never know. Gumby sometimes surprises us. He did. Uh, he did rip through Europe at one point. So um, we've got ten fights on the card. We're going to do the top five thoughts. There's no title fights or anything going on here, but thoughts on uh, on the fight card it, in it, terms of a, KSW there, level. There's a lot of fun fighters, but it's kind of a underwhelming one for KSW. They usually have got like, you know, a title fight or two and something big going on, but they're, they're yeah. kind of slowly wading into the waters for 2024. Yeah. Um, at the very least, they will um, they will put on a good good spectacle. And we got heavyweights in the main event. So are they chunky guys? So Gumby, they don't look like chunky guys from the, the thumbnails. I no, see. no, definitely not. <laughs> not chunky guys. They're ripped guys. Uh, anyhow. All right. Maybe I will tell you about our good friends at DraftKings first before we jump into these picks because we are brought to you to your ears and your and or your eyes and or both by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, which don't exist according to Gumby. Uh, 
they are bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can get five bucks and any game and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Gumby says bet the Packers going forward, right? That seems like the right move. <laughs> Do we know who they're playing next round? Not yet, right? Um, as we record, right? Uh, most likely. No, yeah, they, they'll be playing the uh, the Niners. So take them against the Niners with the points. Really? Yeah. All with right. the points, they're going to get a billion points. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Um, so download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can bet just five bucks to get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only in DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That will be 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 888- 789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bet expires 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right. You sure you sure the NFL playoffs are done? Because you just gave us a matchup, I thought. Yeah, they're done. You sure? Yeah, All right, done. you claim they were done. They're pretty yeah, there's a line through the Dallas team for some reason. That's weird. Um, anywho, <laughs> actually, no. Uh, Green Bay will be playing Detroit or the Rams. People who are listening to this will know who they're playing because that game is happening as we record. See, it no, really is over to you. No, I'm no. The bracket. No. Oh, is that not how it works? The, I'm the pretty sure they reseed. I think they okay. reseed. Yeah. All right. At least they used to reseed. If they don't reseed, that, that's a change from how the NFL used to work like last time the cowboys were good <laughs> but gumby really doesn't care though do you gumby no nope, i don't nope <laughs> you care about ksw you care about KSW, i do yeah you, right? i watch i watch more of that than the rest of the nfl playoffs <laughs> <laughs> how did you how did you find uh the the making the picks the lines any any takeaways before we jump into things here there's one where i got a pick and i hate the line uh but most of the rest of them i'm eh, they're right about where i thought they would be maybe a little steeper in one or two cases now, I usually ask um, if there is any future uh, UFC fighters here, but a lot nobody, of not nobody a lot comes of over. Jump. Yeah, because they're making too good money. Apparently, uh, they want to take a pay cut, and they're already fighting in front of huge crowds, and either in their homeland or very close to to where they live. So, um, anyone who is UFC caliber on this card, I know I mean, we had si- former UFC fighters here, but yeah, we got a couple of UFC washouts. There's a kickboxer on there who's kind of. Uh... You know, the UFC would probably salivate over if he wasn't already signed to KSW. You know, like he's the kind of guy they bring in at 3-0 and to fight on Contender Series. Um, and then, you know, hope he knocks somebody out so that they can stick him in their heavyweight division. Um, but outside of that, eh, not, not really. Nobody who really uh, who sticks out as being, you know, like must-sign kind of guy. But, um, you know, right. good, good fighters for this this show. Now that we've um, really sold this event, Gummy, let's, let's jump in there, shall we? <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. Um, all right. Main card, Bantamweight fight, three five-minute rounds. Islam Jabrailov from, is that Germany? Yep. I believe it's a German flag. Is it not? Yep. Yes, because Belgium is closest. But no, Belgium's stretched the other way. Uh, versus Alphan Rocher Labez. He's from France. So who knows how it's saying? I should know because I'm... I am uh, Canadian after all. Anyhow, three five-minute rounds. How do you say the man's name, Gumby? Is it Rocher Labe? 
Oh, look at you. Are you sure you're not friends? Alphane Rocher Labbe. You're to that's totally what it is. I said it like a I said it like an American. You said it like a Canadian. <laughs> look at that. Some freaky Friday. I'm saying it just like there. Daniel Cormier. <laughs> oh God. We swap bodies. Uh, all right. I'll tell you about Jabrailov first. He's nine and five. Two knockouts, three submissions. He's submitted four times. That appears to be the issue for him. Uh, submissions. 0-1 KSW. He's won three of his last four, but he did get submitted. Surprise, surprise, in his last fight. Was regional champion. You know the lines on these fights, right? Uh, I do. Yeah, you can remind okay. me. That would be helpful. Plus 200 for this man. Roche Labez. 10-2. and two. two knockouts, four submissions. Never been finished in a fight. He owes us some rounds, this man. Hopefully you can get that shirt soon in the Sports Gambling Podcast store. Um, and if you do go to the sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash store, use code playoffs, 15% off, and you can help Gumby and myself win a contest. All right. Um, this is his debut in KSW. He's won five straight fights. He has not lost a fight since September of 2020, all the good old days of the pandemic. Uh, was a regional champion, used to fight at featherweight, four inches tall in Jabrailov, minus 275. You have to do deep dives on these gentlemen. No, I not really. Uh, I had heard of Roche Labay before, and in addition to that, I really only had to watch uh, one, one fight really got it for me, because guess what? This is a rematch. Uh, oh, no, you burned me again on that. Yeah. I searched for everyone. Ex ah, this one yeah, I must not have searched. I, if, you I, go, if, if you go to uh, one of Jabrelov's uh, most recent losses, it is a submission loss to Roche Labbe, uh, who mm. guillotined him, because that's kind of the thing. And if you watch any of Islam Jabrilov's fights, like a lot of his fighting is just like being the much shorter guy, because he's not very tall. It's being the much shorter guy, looking for his power punches, and when he doesn't get it, getting frustrated in wrestling. And his wrestling has worked really well against low-level competition. Like if you look at his recent record, he's got a few wins in there in his recent fights, and it's mostly just because he's fighting, you know, like bad enough regional-level guys that he can kind of steamroll them. Um, but anytime he like takes a step up, that that wrestling is just kind of not good enough, or he's being picked apart too much early on because he's short and doesn't really manage distance well. Um, and the same thing against Roche Labe is like Roche Labe just you know, picked him apart, hit him with hands, uh, frustrated him. And by the time it got to the third round, Jabrilov's just shooting desperation takedowns and eventually gets guillotined. And the thing about Roche Labay, in addition to being really sharp with his submissions and his takedown defense, I really love how he looks on his feet. He's got really good range. Um, he bundles his hooks together. Like if he backs you up against the cage, you're probably going to eat three, four, five hooks in a row. Um, he like puts really nice combinations together. And, like, he's the worst kind of opponent for Jabrilov because Jabrilov, you know, like I said, has trouble with distance. He's going to be way shorter in this fight, and he's fighting a guy with a good guillotine, and he's the kind of guy who puts his head in the wrong spot when he's getting frustrated on the feet. So, yeah, give me Roche Labbe. There's no reason to not pick him in the rematch. Nothing better than a bundle of hooks, right? Yeah, buttload of hooks. <laughs> a buttload of hooks. Um is it this seems if he's already beaten him once, this seems like a pretty good line then? Yeah, know? this was this was one I thought would be a lot uh a lot further apart. Like I thought he was gonna be like negative four hundred. So negative two seventy-five, you know, probably you know, I'm not in the habit of being a uh give me a straight money line guy at negative two two seventy-five or whatever it is. But like, you know, if that number came down a little bit, or if you want to squeeze him in a parlay, I think there's there's ways to use him here. That's that's valuable. Not naming any sports books because we are a DraftKings family. Um, is there you can you usually get prop bets for KSW? Not usually, but I would say if you no. did, yeah, sub. Go go for the yeah, sub. Prop. Obviously, right? 
Yeah, that's what you bring sucks at. Yeah, hopefully they, have, they haven't done the research and, and don't know that that's that's what he sucks at. Um, all right. Let's tell you about Damien Stasiak, Adam Sodayev. A couple of names you may know. We have a uh, UFC veteran. We've talked about Sodayev on the show before, have we not? Or am I thinking of someone else? Uh, yeah, we've talked about both these guys. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so we got Polish versus Polish fighting at featherweight three five-minute rounds. I will tell you about Sodayev first. Sahonker is the nickname. I could not find a um, definition of it. Do you know what the nick? Do you know his nickname? And do you know anything about it, Gumby? I don't. No, I don't know anything about it. Someone uh, hit us up either in the Discord, in the comments, on uh, YouTube videos. What C C Z H O N K U R means? Uh, I assume in Polish. I've looked it up. Google doesn't know. So if you're smarter than Google. Hit us up. Uh, any regardless, Sodayev is seven and two with four knockouts, one submission, two and one KSW. He's won seven of his last eight. However, that loss did come in his last fight. He's fight down at Bantamweight, seven years younger than Stasiak, an inch taller than him, plus one fifty. Stasiak Webster is a nickname. <laughs> um, do you know about anything about that, Gumby? That is a no, great but I remember that from a past one. I just can't remember why the hell it is. Is it from the TV show? You're I way don't. too young to remember Webster. Yeah, I, right? don't, I don't even know what you're the talking little guy? about. Little guy? No, I don't know what you're talking about. about no, I got nothing. I, I think some of our demographics skewed my age group, so they they are, they are chuckling. Um, if they're still able to chuckle at their advanced age, they're chuckling at my joke. Um, all right, Stasiak, fourteen to nine, one knockout, eleven submissions. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, he's been knocked out once, three and three in KSW, one and two over his last three, three and two over his last five, which sounds better. Uh, did win his last fight via submission. Surprise, surprise. Two and four in the UFC. Used used to fight down at Bantamweight as well, just like Stole 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 Diab. Excuse me. 2011 debut as a pro MMA fighter for Stasiak. An inch of reach on Stole Diab minus 200. Stasiak had some nice wins in the UFC too. One of those wins is I know remember who. Uh, one of them was Davy Grant, if I'm not mistaken. He armbarred yeah, him. Yeah, I saw that um, name. Right? Yeah. So uh, I'm actually gonna go dog here. I'm gonna go with Stole Diab. Um. Stasiak, uh, here's the thing about him. Like, his jiu-jitsu is good. And, and you you can't overlook how good his jiu-jitsu is. And it, it makes him a real threat in any fight he's in. I'm just not impressed with his wrestling. You know, like, most of his fights, in order for him to take it to the ground, he needs his opponent to initiate it. Or, like, he does have some decent trips. Like, he let, he's got some, like, high body lock, like, inside or outside trips. Or, you know, like, I've seen him sort of, like, manhandle people that way. And I think the reason he comes in here as a favorite is because everybody saw Soldaev's last fight against Rukowski, um, who's, who's, like, you know, one of the best featherweights in this in this uh, organization, rather. And, you know, they saw his fight with Rukowski, and Rukowski just dragged him to the mat whenever he wanted. But, like he's not fighting a guy who wrestles like Brutkowski. He's fighting a guy who, you know, if you want to even consider his, his takedowns wrestling, you would say they're a little bit more on the Greco side, but honestly, they're like the takedowns that they teach you in BJJ class more than they're like anything else. Whereas like, so I think if you look at some of his older fights has some takedown defense that holds up and, you know, if this does take place on the feet and he does, you know, I kind of have to strike here. Soldayev does some stuff that I don't love, particularly like leaning in when he throws his strikes, but Stasiak is just kind of not the guy who's going to punish him for it. Stasiak himself is kind of like wide open for counters. He throws more with volume than he does anything else. So yeah, I, I kind of think Soldayev on the feet here is the move. And uh, 
you know, I think it's just going to be whether or not his takedown defense holds up or if uh, if Stasiak can score a handful of takedowns and win a couple of rounds that way, maybe. But I think Soldayev stays away from it. You do not like people who lean, Gumby. I don't. And, do and usually usually it's leaning away. But here I am taking the, the guy who's leaning in and kind of leaving his chin out there because I just, I mean, Stasiak isn't testing anybody's chin anytime soon. I was going to say mixed messages, but I guess the overall message is no, just don't lean. Yeah. Regardless. I mean, left, right, back, forward. Just that's don't not lean. what they teach you when they're trying to teach you boxing head <laughs> movement is to just lean one way or the other. It's to like move True. behind your shoulder. Yeah. You don't, I'm I, teach I, don't you, need, I don't need to teach boxing here. <laughs> no. I'm going to teach people about something called Cut. Cut is a peer to peer social betting platform that's US based and legal in 40 states. Two things I am not uh p2p social betting that would, that would be peer-to-peer if there are old people like me listening in social betting is the new and better way to bet bet directly against your friends if you have friends or other users that would be me other users on sports politics pop culture and other events with verifiable outcomes maybe webster maybe you could bet on webster all the webster episodes and tons of fun social features that give it the feel of a betting social network. Cut offers lower big and fully customizable odds. Create your own bets. Cut handles the payment side of things so you never have to chase anyone down for dollars. Social features include group chats, betting leaderboards, head-to-head history, user profiles, fan groups, and more. And the rewards is you get your cash back every single time you bet against your friends or other users. So remember, Cut is the peer-to-peer social betting platform that's U.S.-based and legal in 40 states. Head to Cut dot com that would be k-u-t-t.com oh yes that's the catch k-u-t-t.com use promo code sgpn for 10 percent deposit bonus you want more bonuses how about underdog fantasy underdog fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long whether it's nfl nba nhl college basketball college football when that's around mma simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players fantasy stats and cash in gumby do you have a favorite player and do you have a favorite fantasy play Sure, I'll take uh, I'll take Jalen Brown's higher than on his uh, points. That that game would be Monday night's game against the Toronto Raptors. Uh, he's he's listed at twenty five and a half points. He's gone for thirty plus in two of his last three. So I'd like his chance to do that against the uh, the squad from north of the border. Gumby's hometown team, quote quote unquote, or uh, against my hometown team, Gumby. Boston versus Toronto. There you go. Yeah, you, you know I'm a Bulls guy, though. <laughs> That's true. Watch along, ladies and gentlemen. Make your picks and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to 100 bucks. It's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All righty. Ladies and gentlemen, do you like the Celtics at all or not? <laughs> I, I think I, I have, unfortunately, that existence where I'm surrounded by so many fans of the team yeah. uh, who then jump on the bandwagon when they're good that I just like hate them out of moral obligation. <laughs> yep. I get it. Uh, the Bruins. Yeah, you were there. The you were there. Hometown you were... team you like, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. So you, yeah, you were there when the Raptors won the, the NBA championship. Did you not just yep. find yourself like cussing every single time they won? <laughs> eh, no. Cause my family was earned to the Raptors because uh... they're traitors. They, uh, jumped off the sun's bandwagon and they joined the raptors bandwagon once the raptors came around so and that didn't me. make you that didn't make you mad <laughs> no okay most things do make me mad though let me tell you i'm not uh mr uh easy going no um all right will these ladies be mad hopefully they're not mad in the cage hopefully they fight smart it would be a strawweight fight three five minute rounds 
Evelina, sorry, my screen there I can see Evelina Wozniak versus Alexandra Tochev Toncheva. Toncheva. That shouldn't even be a hard one to say, and I'm sure I said it wrong. Also, did I say it wrong? Alexandra Toncheva. She is from Bulgaria. You don't see a heck of a lot of Bulgarian fighters, and she's fighting against the Polish Wozniak. I will tell you about who first. I will tell you about Toncheva first. Five, four, and one. One knockout, one submission. She's been knocked out once. She owes us some finishes, this lady. 0-1 in the KSW. She won three of her last four. Did lose her last fight. 0-1 in Bellator. Used to fight down to Adam Waite. Two years younger than Wozniak, plus 200. Wozniak is the mad queen. I don't know if that means she's angry. Like I was saying, the angry thing. I, didn't, I forgot about that, her nickname. Or if it means she's crazy, but regardless, she's a mad queen. 7-2. and two, two knockouts, three submissions. She's been submitted twice. This is her KSW debut. She's won one of her last three. She's got a loss, win, loss over that stretch. All three of those losses and wins have come via submission. Uh, was regional champion as well. Two inches of reach on Toncheva, minus 275. Yeah, I, I like Wozniak in this fight, but I will say I'm a little bit hesitant on uh, pulling the trigger on that price. You know, I mentioned before Roche Labbe. I, I love him at negative 275. This is a way different negative 275, in my opinion. On one hand, Toncheva, I think she's getting downplayed a little bit by her terrible record, right? Like her record's bad. Um, but at the same time, uh, I, I think some of that comes from, you know, like some early losses in her career. And she's actually on a decent little role right now, including beating some people with some pretty nice records. Uh, Wozniak, on the other hand, you know, like I, I really do think she's really good. Like she, she's probably one of the ones who's like closest to being like, she, she could fight the UFC, uh, especially in the straw weight division. And I think personally, like her, her fight with she fought um what's her name who got uh, signed to the UFC uh, Ivana Petrovic. Remember Ivana yep. Petrovic who who recently made yep. her debut. She actually battered the hell out of Petrovic in the early part of that fight. She looks she's the type of fighter who just comes forward with like some of the most brutal aggression with like absolutely no reason. And that's sort of why I don't love her here at negative 275 because there's a chance she slows down or tires out there's a chance she gets countered with some grappling and you know she's got some good grappling and ground skills of her own right like she is a much better fighter i just worry about her fight iq and the way she chooses to fight there's like so much aggression in it and so much forward movement and so much like i'm gonna take one to give one because i trust myself and like uh, in one hand, that's good, and it's won her a lot of decisions, and it's it's like put her ahead on judges' scorecards and made her opponents do dumb things. But like I've seen it not work too, and, and for that reason, I'm I'm not on there at negative two seventy five, but I do think she wins this fight. She is a mad queen, after all. I mean, you actually just described a mad queen, basically. Didn't yeah, you? yeah. That's I I assume <laughs> I I don't know what a mad queen is, but I assume it's I, that. that's. Yeah, we assume because, yeah, that sounds exactly like how a mad queen would fight. All right, um, off the mad queens onto uh, the men's side once again. Co main event is at middleweight, three five minute rounds. Bartos Fabinski, a name you may be familiar with, versus Lad Zerhoni. We got uh, we got Polish in Fabinski versus Zerhoni from Croatia. Oh, sorry, from France, excuse me. Um, there's a Croatian in the main event. I got mixed up. All right, the Frenchman Zerhoni. 11 and 8, three knockouts, seven submissions. He's been submitted six times. He owes his rounds. Damn it. This is his, uh, I want to say LFA, but no, this is KSW. His KSW debut. He's won two straight fights, both of them via submission. He's got multiple championships on his mantle. 
Correct. Get the shirt. SportsGamblingPockets.com slash store. Promo code playoffs. Uh, used to fight at welterweight nine years younger than Fabinski plus 300. Fabinski, the butcher, 16-5, eight knockouts. He's been submitted four times. The only time he's been finished. Uh, this is his KSW debut. He's won one of his last three, but that was his last fight. He went three and three in the UFC. Used to fight at welterweight. Was a regional champion. 2011 Pro MMA debut, four inches taller than Zerhoni, minus 400. So big number on the former UFC fighter. I'm going to roll the dice on the dog here. Uh, it, I just think part of it to me, just not, you know, part of it's a fate of Fabinski. Because let's be honest, Fabinski's Brazilian Jiu Jitsu defense is awful. It's just truly bad. Um, when he was in the UFC, uh, I don't know if you remember, uh, I, I, this is during our show's time, I want to say. I'm pretty sure I took uh, Gerald Mearshart to submit him in the first round as a prop because I was like, how is this guy going to survive with Gerald Mearshart? You know, like he is a, a, he's a welterweight. There's no reason for him to be a middleweight. He's not a big middleweight. Um, you know, he's not even a barely a big welterweight. Uh, so like having him in this division constantly is perplexing. He, he just loves to stick his head where it doesn't belong and get guillotined. And he's up, <laughs> he's up against the guy in Zeroni who like, He's got pretty good sub skills. Like I've watched him fight and like, you know, he's got good positioning. He works well off his back. You know, his fault here is he does get a little bit too crazy. Not, not quite the mad queen crazy, but like, you know, he throws <laughs> a little heavy when he's on his feet, but Favinsky does that too. You know, like Favinsky's whole thing in the UFC was that he would just throw like two giant leaping overhands, one with the right, he'd reset his feet, one with the left. And then he'd be in the clinch. And that's the worst place for him to be because he sucks in the clinch and he's got no jujitsu. Um, that, that being said, he does have some offensive jujitsu. Like when he's on top, he is actually, you know, I should say this just in case he subs him here, but like he does actually Shots have some, fired though. Whew. He does actually have some jujitsu skills, but like I've seen him sub too many times to be up against the guy who's going to be, you know, I, I, I forget the height and length stats here, but like, Zeroni is at least going to fight longer than he is, even if he's not that much taller. Fabinski's taller, four inches taller. I don't yeah, know each yeah. on other men. But he's going to fight taller than him. And his if the pressure winds up being a thing, right, like Zeroni just like moves forward until he gets in the clinch, it's the best case scenario for him. Let Fabinski drop down and try to guillotine him. So at three to one, I think Zeroni is definitely worth a roll of the dice here. All right. And Gummy gave some good advice to you kids out there. Don't stick your head where it doesn't belong, right? <laughs> That's don't right. Where... Yeah. <laughs> um, that that, that uh, refers to out, outside the cage as well. All right. Before we get to the main event, Hall of Fame bets. Can't forget about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets. Sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Start all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame Bets, SGPN. And the merch store. Look at that beautiful hat on me. 15% off everything in the store now until the end of the month with promo code PLAYOFFS. We're competing against other shows for a bonus. So if you want Gumby and Chalks to get, win a bonus, help buy some stuff from the merch store. Uh, code playoffs sportsgamblingpockets.com slash store i almost forgot slash store and buy the mma stuff there's lots of lovely mma gear in there um all right 
main event time as i teased off the top it's a couple of big boys as gumby teased they are not chunky guys though chunky with muscles uh this is a heavyweight fight three five minute rounds I said these names to you uh, last week when we were previewing the event off air, and I'm going to try to butcher them again. Arcadias, Arcadias, uh, I think you said this name for me too. Wazok, 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 yeah, Wazok, I got it after 50 attempts versus Ivan Vitasovich. So we got a Polish versus uh Croatian in Vitasovich. Um, Vitasovich. Is 12, 5, and 1. Nine knockouts, two submissions. He's been submitted five times. This is the theme of this card. A lot of these people are sticking their heads where they don't belong and getting themselves <laughs> submitted. Um, this is his KSW debut, and he's made a many already. He's won six straight fights, four straight via finish. That'll get you made a met spot. He's not lost since August of 2019. Multiple regional championships on his mantle. Correct. Sure, it's sportsgamingpockets.com slash store. If you don't know, don't know what I'm talking about, go to that link. Look at the MMA merch. Playoffs is your code to get 15% off. Uh, Vitasovich used to fight at light heavyweight 2012 pro MMA debut plus 120. High Tower is the nickname. Are you a big police academy fan or was that well before your time as well? Also, well before my time. Oh, goodness. All right. High Tower is 3 0, one knockout, one submission. All his fights were in KSW. Um, however, he's got much more experience in kickboxing. He went nine and three with two no contests and was a champion in kickboxing. Also, one knows a pro boxer, five inches taller than Vitasovich, minus 163. Did you have to dig deep for these guys, at least Vitasovich? Uh, for Vitasovich, a little bit. For Rosic, I had to ask myself, is that the same Rosic? Um, because he had a fight with uh, Better Harry, um, who's like yep, a, right. a, a very well a couple actually, kid. two fights. Yeah, one one I think ended. Did one end with a no contest? Yeah, I uh, yeah I can't remember why, but I think uh, I, I remember that one ending in no contest. But the one he won, Rosic actually beat Badrahari, uh in a fight. He it was like one of the greatest comebacks I've ever seen in any combat sport. And I, you know I'm not a big kickboxing guy, so I'm never like you know touting a kickboxing fight as happened to see. But he got hit in the head so hard with a kick, and I was like, that dude looks out. And he like rose from the ashes and wound up hitting his own head kick knockout like two rounds later. Like really incredible stuff. He's a very good kickboxer. Now, I've seen him in the MMA sphere. Uh, in his first fight in the M- in MMA, he looked like a fish out of water on the mat. And his opponent landed an illegal strike that got him back to his feet and he won. Uh, and he wouldn't have won if the illegal strike didn't land and didn't get him back to his feet. So, uh I, I worry about him in terms of grappling as he's moving forward. That being said, KSW did him a solid here. They're bringing in Ivan Vitasovic. As you mentioned, all of his losses by submission, right? For the most part, like this guy, if he's losing it by submission, it's because he's terrible on the mat. Uh, he doesn't have anything for takedown defense. I don't know what his takedown offense looks like because I couldn't find film of him shooting one. Um, like I kept looking to be like, well, if he's got one, he's going to have to shoot it, right? Like, he can't stay on the feet with Rosic. And I couldn't find him at any of him shooting him. So, like, this is a fight that's going to take place on the feet, in my opinion. And Rosic is a much more polished striker, both in terms of technicality, power, accuracy, um, you know, like staying out of trouble with strikes. Like, you know, I, I mentioned Badrahari put him on his ass and, you know, gave him a, I think it was a nine count. Like, 
I I know that that sounds bad, but that is against like the tippity top of kickboxers. So like, yep. you know, Ro- Rosick's the real deal when it comes to kickboxing. As long as they don't put him in there with somebody with a good takedown, give him some time to progress. He's going to be fine. So I actually really like him here at negative 163. All right. Fantastic. Um, and on that note, let's give you a recap before we get out of here. Rosick, he likes, uh, he likes Zerhoni as a uh, roll of dice as a very big dog. Wozniak, uh, Sodav as a, another dog and Roche Labez. Cause you wanted to say the name again, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Roche Labez. All right. That's it. KSW. What number are we at? KSW 90. 90. Once again, it's Saturday, this Saturday, the 20th, 1 PM come in the discord. And you can we can chat about uh, this event because there, there will be people in there talking about KSW and watching it. Uh, SportsGummyPodcast.com slash Discord. Uh, Twitter, Gummy runs our Twitter account very aptly. That would be Gummy Vreeland. No, he's at Gummy Vreeland. I'm a Jeff Fox writer. And the Twitter account of the show is surprisingly not SGPNMMA. Uh, I'm Jeff Fox writer on Instagram as well. You can listen to Gummy's other podcasts minus me. I listened to it, but I'm not on it. It would be Top Turtle MMA Podcast. Uh, do you know who's on this week yet? Yeah, it's got big, big Canadian flavor to it this week. Oh, nice. Uh, I got yeah. I got Power Bar. Mark Andre Barrio is going to be on the yeah. show. Did you ask and him about the name? I I do. He doesn't give a very satisfying nickname. He's just uh, like boo. he's just he's just he's just powerful, and his last name kind of starts with Bark. Uh, and that was, that's pretty much it. Uh, and yeah, then I talked I talked to uh, Malcolm X Gordon too, uh, ah, fellow yes. Canadian, big Canadian show. Yes, it is very good because the UFC is back. Uh, Pay per view this week. They're they're just dipping their toes in the water uh, with the pay per views this week. It's not the greatest of pay per views, but. Um, Big times are coming after. I can't even remember what is UFC 298. Which one is that? Who's on that's, that? Uh, that's Ilya Teporia versus uh, oh, yeah. Volkanovski. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Yes, yes. Yeah, this one, we got Strickland versus DDP. Pennington versus Myra Bueno Silva. That's the uh, that's the two title fights. Uh, regardless, lots of Canadians on the card if you're a Canadian MMA fan, as I am. So that, that would be good to see. So that's happening this uh, Saturday. We're going to cover all of that. Um on Wednesday and Thursday um, prelims, Wednesday main card and fancy picks on Thursday. Um, also in the meantime, make sure you go to sports gamingpodcast.com slash Patreon and sports slash store. All right, Gumby, get us out of here and then we'll be back on Wednesday. All right. I'm data. Gumby Freeland. He's the mad queen, Jeff Fox, and we will see you on Wednesday.